This is definitely my first time I've gotten this, babe. It says in my thing that it's shared with you, so I don't know why. I don't know. Uh, but regardless, while you were crossing the street, I was crossing the line. Aren't you always? That makes me sound like a <laughs> fucking pest. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm not a pest. I'm not a sex pest. <laughs> I'm a strong, antler-bound, determinate, creative. I'm a non-sexual pest. <laughs> non-sexual. Non-sexual. Uh, and speaking of of things that are non-sexual, you are listening to In the Name of Moon I'll podcast you. A podcast within a podcast where every month we look at Pretty Guarded Sailor Moon and compare it to the original Sailor Moon anime. And now you might be asking, who are we? And that's a good question. So, Allie, you are you. I'm and Allie. you are my co-host. Hi, Allie. Hi. <laughs> and I am Kip or James, as she likes to call me, knowing me personally, being here physically with me. Uh, your host of all things Cabin Ride with me. So, ah. <laughs> Good intro. I loved it. Uh, thanks. Um, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I forgot we weren't going to record again before then. Well, unless we have um, something working in the lab late one night. Oh, do we? Yes. Crap. <laughs> We've talked about this. Yes, but I thought that was only for emergency purposes in the emergency past. Uh, it's the emergency present. I need it. Drat. It's okay. Not tonight. How's that? Cool. Okay. You'll hear from me again soon. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so we are here to talk about Sailor Moon. And now the episodes that we have, I have written down in my own notes. So I didn't get any notes from Allie. Uh, sure. Episode uh, 26, Restoring Naru's Smile, Usagi's Friendship. Episode 27, Crushing on Ami, The Boy Who Could See the Future. Episode 28, The Painting of Love, Usagi and Memory Get Closer. Episode 29, Total Chaos, The Messy Love Triangle. Episode 30, Grandpa Loses Control, Ray in Danger. Then of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, episode eight, Ray and her father, and episode nine, I'll protect the illusion silver crystal. So first off is uh that episode twenty six. And that's for you, honey. So I guess can you tell me your thoughts on uh the power of friendship restoring Naru's smile? Okay, so we still are not over our nephrite grief yet. <laughs> Is the main thing. As a nation. <laughs> we'll never get over my nephrite grief. Um, <laughs> basically, in this one, Zoe said it's new target for um trying to find the rest of the crystal, rainbow crystals, and their old evil monsters that turned into people. The new one is a priest. <laughs> because, of course. Um, Naru is also still grieving. I'm pretty sure I'm grieving harder than she is, but fair. Um, so Usagi's trying to keep her occupied while the other Gargi, Naru's still grieving, so Usagi's preoccupied trying to help her while all the other guardians argue over whether or not Usagi should be the leader. Um, Naru and Usagi and Umino go out to lunch, but get sidetracked by a graveyard, and Naru stands (laughs) overlooking the graveyard and says, there's no grave for enough, right? Um, so she goes and runs into the graveyard to ask the priest what she should do, <laughs> but they're overtaken by Zoisite, 
Um, the priest transforms into my new favorite monster, Boxy. Umino rescues Naru. Tuxedo Mask rescues Usagi and ends up taking the Rainbow Crystal. Um, and the Rainbow Crystal lets Mamoru know what's going on. Um, Naru absolutely betrays me and ties Nephrite's bandage onto Umino's arm and thanks for rescuing her. Uh, yeah. So I sent you a picture of Troa Barton, one of the titular Gundam boys from Gundam Wing. Uh, now, that's not what the word titular means. I will give you that. But still, uh, he is one of the boys. Um, he's actually the pilot of the Heavy Arms Gundam, of which I have a model to make. Uh, but yeah, so what a good episode of quality oh. anime. He has bangs. He has Troll Barton hair, right? That priest? I don't remember what the priest looked like before he was boxy. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> to be fair. Sailor Moon priest. Pastor. He was a pastor. There's probably lots Aren't of they priests. They, she still called him father, so. Wait, what? I need to. Who is Paul Orndorff, who I think Paul Orndorff is? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So when I searched Sailor Moon pastor, there's somebody with their Sailor Moon doll talking about. It's never mind. <laughs> Regardless. Um, I think that uh, <laughs> it is an episode about characters. It's an episode about love. It's an episode about moving on to other relationships. Do not move on to Umino. Umino is. No. I think it's fine if he's their friend, but I don't think anybody should date him. They should invent new characters, you know? Naru could date Matoki. Yeah, that would be fun. I mean, there's lots of people vying for that spot, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Naru can date one of the Sailor Scouts that needs it, you know? Naru could date all of the Sailor Scouts. There's an anime about that. Well, regardless, um, that would be fun. But yeah, this is about like Naru and learning stuff. Um, this is, but Boxy is a very good design. He's literally wearing like the ding, ding, ding bell to start a match. The ring as bell. A belt. Yeah. Is it still a ring belt in boxing? Yeah, they're in the square circle, too. Oh. And, yeah. Um, has boxing gloves, has angel wings, has that, like, troll Barton hair. Likes to punch. Yeah, because uh, the priest... For some of these... For some of these, like, special seven great monsters, we see their personality and stuff. For others, they just kind of do stuff. Right, I don't understand how we got... A boxing priest. I was like looking up this character to see what the reason was, and I guess the best people have like done is be like, oh, it's the exorcist, because that priest likes to box. I'm like, okay, that's this could be something. I don't really remember that being a plot point, but it was a really ow really long time ago that I watched The Exorcist. Sorry, the kitten bit my elbow. Yeah, it's play for a little bit. You know. I'm randomly throwing things backwards. Maybe that'll help. But no. Um, so yeah, um, any last thoughts on like that episode though, babe? Um, don't date Umino. Okay. <laughs> That's really what I got out of this was I was still busy crying and she's moving on. <laughs> you would love Nephrite so much better. <laughs> you, you, you'd grieve and mourn him. I'm going to be in mourning for so long. There is this whole scene though where like. And Mano was just like accidentally saying stuff that's like gonna set Nara off and like Usagi's beating the shit out of him. 
deserves it. I do like that at least Umino is like, oh, I don't like Usagi anymore because she doesn't like me and somebody else kind of. But now I got left alone with Naru. Yeah, he's a creeper. Uh, but we do get a better world as possible next episode, though. I still think I should be able to get a no grave for enough right tattoo. <laughs> I think you could do that. Um, uh, I just had a line, and it's for you, honey. Okay. Okay. I can't get you out of my headstone. <laughs> I love it. Yay! Happy Halloween. Good one, James. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all those fucking like Mary Poppins villains are constantly applauding my skills. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> here's episode 27. Are there villains in Mary Poppins? Yes. They fight the wild crats and they have to use their different animal powers to fight them. I think. I could be making that up. <laughs> no idea what we're talking about. Isn't the villain just grumpy parents and growing up? In the new animated series that <laughs> I'm going to do with Mary Poppins. <laughs> Where she learns to skateboard and also has to like solve crimes for Interpol. That sounds fantastic. Or Scotland Yard, I guess, makes much more sense than Interpol. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. But regardless, that brings us to episode 27, Crushing Onami, the boy who could see the future. So we get a new animation for the opening, including the new Sailor Scouts and the yet-to-be-properly-introduced like Sailor Venus. Um, and basically... um. We see that Ami is walking. She gets stopped by a, like, new boy from her class, like, Rio. Um, and when asking why he stopped her, he, like, can't talk and just, like, clearly, like, into her. But then, like, a construction falls where she was about to be walking. So she, like, turns back to, like, say thank you. And then he's gone. Um, and then we get, like, the public test score thing, which I think is a fucked up thing to do. Like, honestly, have, like, a public display board for how good you are compared to everyone else uh but both mako and usagi are very bad at school um and they see that for ami she actually got second place she got 899 points and the new boy got 900 points and they're all like oh what happened Ami?" and she's kind of like oh that's fine (laughs) i'll work hard next time sure um and um Usagi ends up um, noticing that this boy is looking at like Ami very much like he likes her. So um, she follows him to the roof and sees him like looking at a picture of her from newspaper while he's like remembering meeting her at like a summer testing. And she just like comes out and is like, hey, 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 like you like her, you like her. Ooh, because she's like a messy, like 14 year old, 15 year old. Um, she just likes to play Cupid. I mean, she sure does not know when to call her shots, but yeah. <laughs> Can I get a like a moment where he says, "Oh, watch out for water," and she's like, "What?" And then, then like a janitor like drops a bunch of water on her. She's like, "Ah!" And he's like, "Oh, it's like too late." Um, and we also get a great scene of Ray that night walking on a date w- w- with Mamoru and like. She asks him a question. He starts to answer the question. Then he thinks about his destiny and who he is. And she's like, hey, what's up? He's like, oh, nothing. It's pretty good. Um, and the next day, we see Usagi giving Ryo a picture of Ami eating a burger that I guess Usagi took during like a sleepover or something. And she's like, 
committed to trying to set them up and like taking her to meet him after her cramp school. Um, and that leads to um, Zoysite finding Rio, but Rio knows who he is based off his powers, and they fight before the girls save him. And then um, we see that with Ami, she's like trying to help him, like um, not being passed out, but like he says her name, and then like she later says, like, "Oh, like I don't know who Ami is. Like I'm just Sailor Mercury." <laughs> and then he's like, "Well, okay." Please kill me if I'm a monster. Please kill me. She's like, I'm not sure who this Avi is, but I'm sure she would kill the monster if you were you. Um, and he also envisions after he's turned into a monster, stripping her of all of her clothing. That was my only note, was why is his vision of killing her also kind of a wet dream? You like vampires. Okay, ask to be answered. <laughs> like, not to be rude, but like that is the answer to that, right? Yeah, ask to be answered. You like vampires? How many times have you seen somebody turn into a wolf in a dream and kill somebody in a white nightgown? All the time. They don't usually have Edward Scissorhand gardening shear claws. Isn't that something that literally happens in Edward Scissorhands? Probably. Uh, but no. Uh, so he gets turned by Zoysite, and his name is Bunboo, and he looks like a boy's like fantasy '80s adventure book like villain, and he still has. In motion, those and like attacks like Zoysite until Zoysite gets control and the girls fight him and then they're able to free him. But Tuxedo Mask shows up just in the background of one shot and then like has like a two second scene. He's like, I'm I've decided I'll do nothing today. <laughs> um, and then Ryu's dad changes jobs again, so he has to go somewhere else for school. Um, and he tries to give the burger photo back, which makes it. Usagi very nervous because she gave it to him without asking. And then in return, he gets a picture from Ami that says, yeah, I like you. And then we get a new ending song and a like new animation. So what do you think of this episode, honey? The new theme is stressing me out. Like The new opening is stressing me out because I know that plot shit is going to start going down soon. And I don't think I'm ready for it. I mean, true. Um... What do you think of this boy? What was like like one of the better boys we've seen in this show? Yeah, so of course he had to go away at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have a good boy stick around. I I'm curious to see if and what kind of boy Ami ends up with. Because I feel like I get a sense of who the rest of the girls should end up with, but I don't know what kind of boy would be right for Ami. I really have to wonder if there's a point where they all are in relationships and there's drama or if some of them are and some of them aren't like you have to wonder like is it like oh I thought this, the show was ending here so we paired them up but like we got like two more seasons like you know like I kind of get that feeling by the way that the show has like different names but is following the same like canon and like continuity you know yeah so like I'm wondering if that happens but yeah um this is just a <laughs> These, like, seven demon monsters haven't really been that great, but also that's just what Sentai does. Like, in, like, um, Juga Sentai Geki Ranger, like, um, the second arc is about, like, these, um, monsters called the Five Venoms. And they just, like, are the same thing where they're, like, special monsters, but also, like, they still get killed off, but also, like, 
the whole thing that turns out is that like one of them has like five claws that can bring people back to life and like the main villain girl of course is like undead and was brought back to life by the main villain boy and it's like oh should i work with him so i can come back to life and like love him and then like in the end she's like no i will be undead but i will be like alive by my love for him wait this sounds great yeah right i watch it no but it sounds great okay uh, the boy is a lion, and he has a big cloak that he throws off before he fights. He'll have to show me pictures later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and that brings us to episode 28, which is your episode. The Painting of Love. Usagi and Mamoru get closer. Um, so Zoisite's in trouble with Queen Beryl, but swears to get the popular painter turned into a monster. And- she says that she is going to spank his bare butt back in balls. <laughs> she doesn't say that. She just narrows her eyes in such a way that suggests I watched it. I wrote it down. I came home when you were watching it and you said, oh, is that what she's saying? (laughs) No, you said you can explain it better afterwards. Let me get through the synopsis first. Okay. (sighs) Zoysa is in trouble with Queen Beryl, but swears to get the monster and the crystal this time. Usagi obsesses over Tuxedo Mask and drops her moon wand when Nario comes to bring her to the art show. Um... Where Yumami brings Usagi and Mamoru home with her to use as models for her paintings. Luna brings her back the moon wand and threatens to give it to someone else if she doesn't want it and won't take care of it. And when Usagi runs away from her, she sees Yumami being turned into a monster and calls for the other girls. Her and Tuxedo Mask hold them off until the others appear. And Tuxedo Mask and Zoysite face off on the roof over the crystal. And um, Usagi saves him, but Zoysite gets away. Um, Tuxedo Mask tells her to hang on to the pendant and to give it to the princess if she finds the princess, but says that if he gets the chance, he's going to steal the crystal back from her and the sailors. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like that. Well, not like. No, explain yourself first. So I said something like, oh, um, there's a dark order from AEW bit that happens between in the coming up episodes and then you were like oh is it Queen Beryl saying she's gonna spake his bare butt back at balls <laughs> I was right yes in my defense it could either only be that or she was gonna throw papers at him and that didn't sound right so Zoysite is clinically I think a problem a submissive character he is a, a twink he is a king of hell or demons or whatever they are but also, he is the most fucking bratty dude. Like, the way he's getting, like, rubbed by, like, Kunzai is like, oh, okay. You do love me. <laughs> he is the most codependent. He is the most codependent. Villain we've had. Whoa, Jadeite. No, I think he's worse than Jadeite. Yes. The only reason he's not the most... Co- the most derided is because like Kunzite picked him up and was like, oh, you could help me do stuff. But no. Um, yeah. I like this episode. There's lots of stuff of like, oh, like, oh, I'm not beautiful. I wear glasses, but now I'm going to have my. She's so pretty, though. Yeah. Like, I thought she was very pretty. Like, she's very like plain girl anime pretty, but I thought she was very pretty. She had freckles, babe. Come on. What's she oh, gonna no, do? freckles and glasses. What? Yeah. Mm. Um, I like that everybody is in their fall outfits now. Yeah, they keep bringing up it's autumn more and more, which is weird because like 
we saw that the five seasons of Sailor Moon take place over a year and it was like spring and summer earlier, but who knows what that means? Uh, regardless, uh, um, Daru's fall outfit, I think, is my favorite so far, but Usagi's fall outfit is she's wearing black bike shorts, a purple turtleneck, and a big green jacket, and it's basically like an inverse of Mamoru's normal clothes where he usually has on the purple pants and the green jacket. Is this the episode where she calls him a walking fashion disaster, or is that later? That's no, that's episode. later. That's when she's fighting about Matoki. Okay. This one, he's just a jerk. So I'm very interested to see how, as things develop, Mamoru deals with like his personality <laughs> and also being Tuxedo Mask. Like, how do those... So you're interested in the plot of the show? No. Okay. I don't <laughs> think that's the plot of the show. I'm just interested to see how he figures out how to co-mingle his personality and Tuxedo Mask because he's kind of a dick. And a lot of the times, I'm not actually convinced that it's in an endearing way. I think he's just kind of a dick, and that's who he is. I mean, yeah. But so how do you get... How do you mix that and Tuxedo Mask? I mean... I think that's the entire thing, though. Like, I think um, people are sometimes the allure of, like, a mask can be that you can be somebody different. And also, like, he's like a teenage dude. He's a dick. He's not, though. He's like 16 or 17. I guess. I I guess I keep thinking, like, that he's, like, college, college, not, like, fake college. And even then, there's people that are assholes and, like, shitty other people. And, like, change when they're like, oh, like, I really hurt somebody. I'm just, like, I'm excited to watch the development. Yeah. Because I don't know how much more I can handle of him being a dick. It's kind of, like, ruining my childhood. You never watched the show. (laughs) But I was in love with him. I think you're still gonna be because he was a dick. No, he's too much of a dick. Like, he's just, like, a dick. He's not, like, special. I was a dick when you met me. And Weren't. existingly, and before, and no. will continue to be. I don't think so. I mean, I guess like I had more. You're growing. not mean to me the way he's mean to Asagi. No, but also like he doesn't like her yet. Okay, that doesn't give him the right to be mean to her. I yes, but also sixteen, seventeen. I guess you're just mean. I guess I have to keep remembering they're younger than I think they are. No, that's like a note I have for next time, which you're covering next time because I have have better notes. No, it's yours. We decided it was yours. No, you just said it and you said capiche. And I was like, well, we'll see. But no, regardless. I don't have any notes about it. That's your fault. Uh, I told you it was your episode. You had shit to say. Regardless. Let's keep going. Um, I have a note that Ubino is a creep here because he is. I think that it's fine that Mamoru is an asshole. That's just part of characters like fuck JK Rowling, fuck turfs. But like that is like the way most people hear about it in pop culture has to be like the Lily James thing where like it was like, oh, why was my dad a bad person? And then like Hagrid or some shit is like, oh, because he was like fucking like 15. What I do you mean? I don't think he was that mean to Lily. Well, he was like torturing Snape. 
Okay, but he wasn't that mean to Lily. I mean, tr- true, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Like, I think that it's just a thing that people are shitty and then they grow up. I don't like it. I Me neither. But, like, I've definitely been shitty to people and, like, in ways I wouldn't be now. That's just kind of the reality of it. Um, There's also a point where, like, Zoicide is talking about the girls fighting like he's, like, masturbating or something. It was weird. I don't know what point that was. Like, okay, I'm gonna cut that out of the episode. <laughs> now I can't. We'll have to watch. No, like, Wait, when was this? When, like, he first turns her into a monster, the artist, like, Unemi, um, he's, like, talking about the girls fighting, like, yes, girls, yes, fight, do it. And, like, they're, like, breaking windows. They're like, yes. Go for it. I don't know how I missed that. It was very weird. It was like, I don't know. I didn't think you were into girls, dude. But sure, go for it. Uh, and yeah, um, tonight it's you who saved me. Right. But I'm still going to steal the crystal from you as soon as I get a chance to. Look, people are complicated. Sometimes they really are into people and they got other stuff going on. Right. No, I ship tuxedo mask and Usagi. I just think that... Mamaru needs to stop being such a dick. I mean, okay. <laughs> but also, he's a dick. People are dicks, and okay, you still fall in love with them. Even saying it's a problem right the second, I'm just saying I will. I am excited to watch it change. I think by the end, you're going to love Mamaru more than you love Tuxedo Mask. I hope so. But <laughs> regardless, it's episode 29, Total Chaos, The Messy Love Triangle. Now, this episode has a lot of names, I think. Um, there is um, Too Many Girlfriends. <laughs> there is Total Chaos, The Messy Love Rectangle. I think that was what I meant to write, and I just assumed it was a triangle. Yeah, no, it's a rectangle. Um, I mean, really, it's a pentagon. Sarah. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, um, Usagi says that Zoysite should get stomped into the ground by a horse in our preview of the episode. Um, and then that she and Sayla Jupiter are looking for a boyfriend. Um, and then, okay, my notes aren't good because I wasn't originally doing this episode. These are meant to be reactions to you. So it kind of. My notes are all these boys are stupid. Zoysite and Kunzite. Matoki has a girlfriend. We find out. Okay. Uh, the radio said that the probability of rain was only 10%, but it started raining. Makoto was running home because she, she didn't have an umbrella. Then she ran to someone and fell. She got mad and yelled, what are you looking at, the person? And the person said, sorry. She was very mad and said, if you get away with saying sorry, we won't need policemen. Then Makoto <laughs> found out that the person was Matoki. Makoto quickly changed. She noticed that Matoki's voice sounded just like the person she liked before. And yeah, that is uh, how this episode starts with basically one of my first notes is, huh, I guess like standards of just like life are low. We're just being nice and kind of shy. And these girls are going head over heels for him. But he's aware of it. I mean, yes, that happens sometimes. He doesn't do anything to prevent it. They are children. And he flat out says he thinks of them as children. Yes. He's also not doing anything to provoke it. He's basically saying, I'm being nice to these people. I enjoy that they like me. He lets her come over and clean his house and cook him food. Yeah, he's 17. No. 
I'm saying that everything he's doing is relatable, and I have at some point done something similar. It's gross. I'm not saying it's not gross. I'm saying it's not that gross. Uh, but no. So it's basically just like then he mentions that he's heard her cooking is good. She's like, oh yeah, I can cook for you. And like, I think he legitimately meant like, oh, you can bring me a leftover cookie at the arcade. Not you can come to my fucking house and make me stew. But then she's like, oh, I'm a really good cleaner too. I could come over and clean your house. He's like, yeah, that would be a really big help. Yeah, he's like, who the fuck lets a 14 year old come clean their house? Look, he's got to fuck his girlfriend before she goes to Africa. And his, Make his, his girlfriend his, clean his house before she goes to Africa. That's very bad for, like, the right atmosphere for fucking. This is an anti-Matoki podcast. No, Only it's not. Only in the anime. Here's the thing. When you are living in a culture, such as Japanese culture, or at least Japanese anime culture, where it seems to be there are a bunch of people who are teens who live in the city by themselves but with family support or with like part-time jobs and while they're in school i don't think it's that weird to like let your classmate like take advantage of like people in your life a little bit it does happen all the time in anime where like somebody's like oh like let me come to your house to clean up like i think that's just like a thing that happens so it's just a- cultural differences that i'm not getting i think it's like it is fucked up but also like there are a lot of fucked up things that happen in life like, like if i said oh um i'll come to your house and help you fix your sink that's not working and like that's a friend like it's not implied that we're gonna make out or fuck or anything you know that's because you're a boy okay he his mind is i'm 17 there's this 14 year old girl that likes me he later on says why would i hook up with a 14 or 15 year old that's weird, Mamoru. Where's your girlfriend, by the way? <laughs> your 14 or 15-year-old girlfriend. Right, but Mamoru calling him out on it, and he is very much aware, like, he does not feel called out by Mamoru, who's like, yeah, so? It's all good. Yeah. That's These my sister. Two girls, they're very cute little sisters. Of course I'll let them come, like, clean up my house. They want to hang out with me anyway. I'm They'll not going to tell fun. them that I only think of them as sisters. Yes, we also not then they tr- won't come over and clean my house. Yeah. That's a problem. I mean, it's like not cosmologically very high as a problem. That's because you were never a 14 or 15 year old girl. I mean, yes, but I didn't invent that problem. I was just <laughs> tall, pleasant, and not unattractive. And as somebody who's tall, pleasant, and not unattractive, it's like letting... It's like how you need to... I'm providing a service, really. That's how you get chicken hearts to eat. That's a deep cut even for me, knowing what you're talking about. Look, I'm just saying, sometimes you are tall, you are not unattractive, and you are pleasant, and people fall for you, and you're like, well, the best way to take care of this is if I let you do tie-dye shirts on my porch or some shit. Like, I don't know, like some like mundane hangout I'm not going to try anything. I'm not going to let you do anything, but you'll feel good stuff. You know? Like, I'm not trying to, like, compare people to, like... Wait, is that what you were doing when you came over to do your mass media homework? What? What are you talking about? Okay. I have no clue what you're talking about. Are you using me to do your mass media homework? Nine no. years ago? 
Yeah, fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> no, um, I. <laughs> my note is she offers to clean his place and suck his dick and everything. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then when they're at coffee, I'm like, these are not seventeen-year-olds to show us some issues. But no, the thing about people is sometimes when you're not an adult, and even when you are an adult, people want to flirt with you or just have a nice time as friends with a little bit of romantic tension, and you're like, okay, cool. Fucking come make omelets. Yeah. Right, I'm saying this like this isn't how I got out of every tech project in high school. Yeah, like, it's just like, oh, this person wants to come hang out with me. I don't want it to escalate, but I also think it would be cool if they, like, came to my house and made omelets or, like, cleaned up or something. Like, I definitely have had, like, people in my life be like, oh, like, we're gonna come to your house and make root beer flows. I was like, okay, cool. You know? That's so much more wholesome than... Or like, oh, we're gonna come to your house and help you paint this thing, you know? That sounds more realistic. Yeah. The root beer floats was too wholesome. I'm just saying that sometimes when you're pleasant... You weren't in Riverdale. Tall, there are lots of sugar glider-like teen girls that like want to like, stop by for a minute. And you're like, okay, sugar glider, I'm not gonna do anything to you. Sure, you can make root beer floats by <laughs> go on the wind you are getting cancelled I'm gonna get cancelled for saying sugar glider yes. I'm just saying that people flirt people have emotions people have like eyes that are bigger than their hearts or hearts that are bigger than their arms and they're like oh this person was pleasant and you're like I don't want to date you but you could like hang out yes but you have to say I don't want to date you out loud so if you're saying if somebody says oh hey um, I would love to help you with this um, project. And you're like, oh, this is just a friend. And then I better make sure this person knows that I enjoy their friendship by saying, I don't want to date you. It's less fucked up than letting two 14-year-old girls come and try to make you breakfast and watch your house while you go meet up with your girlfriend who's moving to Africa. I think, the look, sometimes people want to hang out with you. And you want to hang out with that person, or you, or you don't mind it, and you have different reasons for wanting it, but sometimes the only way to let somebody know that they don't like you is to let them like you and have nothing happen. That's mean. I don't think it's mean at all. You know, people are, like, very affectionate, and they, like, are, like, uh, oh, like, I want to have lots of crushes. That's what people do, you know? That's mean. Well, it, it, it has results. I'm the one who had root beer floats, not you. I want a root beer. Well, too bad. Got any root beer. I, I wish I had root beer. Fuck. Why don't you buy root beer? I, my cart was so full today. <laughs> but no. Um, so we agree. So the only other important thing in this episode is Zoysite and Kunzite. Yes. Explain. Kunzite says that Matoki's girlfriend's hot. <laughs> and Zoysite's sad. So Kunzite makes him a rose, and then Zoysite feels better and promises to go get the crystal for him, and does. Yeah. The thing about Kunzite, he's pretty, got long hair. He's so pretty. And the thing about Zoysite is he's needy, he's got long hair, and that's anime, baby. Um, but regardless, um, yeah. Um, the weight of this bag is the weight of my love heavy, is what Kusagi sings as they go to make him a stew. 
Like, he's gonna let them eat the stew, too. Like, he, he's... I would hope so! What's he gonna do with an entire stew? He's gonna be like, oh, thanks for showing up, friends. Wasn't Mamoru supposed to show up? Why didn't Mamoru ever show up? Tuxedo mask stuff. <laughs> but no, um, I have a note that's like, Makoto talks like Dragon Ball, like a bridge Gohan. I don't know what that's from. I don't know what that means. There's also a scene where Usagi almost kisses Makoto. And the note that, yeah, maybe in a culture where teens just like live alone in the city, having people come do stuff is normal. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, like I went and cleaned for this person. Or, oh, like I went and helped this person with their sink or something, you know? Like, just like odd jobs or whatever, like back and forth. I don't yeah. like it. Okay. Um, Jenny! I wrote that, um, I wrote that, um, she smells his cup like I smell books. And there's big ears as Luna hits the window. Oh, they have big ears when they're hearing him on the phone as his girlfriend. Luna jumps to the window. Uh, my guy's tuxedo mask. As soon as tuxedo mask like, shows up, like, Koto is like, oh, yeah, like, you're fine, right? And then she's like, well, no, I'm allowed to ha- like him more when he's here. But I like them both. Okay, and which thinking you can cook? Okay, then Grandpa... Yes, tell me about the two Ray episodes, both the anime and the live action. So, Zoisite shows up to fight Ray's grandfather, who has a crystal inside of him. He's just, like, hanging out, like, oh, the moon's nice. I wish I had some booze. And um, then they find this guy was sleeping nearby um, named Yuchiro. Um, and he asks to be the grandfather's apprentice because he thinks that Ray's really hot and fair. Ray is really hot. Yeah, Ray is really hot. Um, I have no clue how old he was going to be, except for the fact that the sub says that the wiki says that he, he's at least 18 because he has been drinking. But yeah. Oh, I was going to say he has stubble, so he's older than Tuxedo Mask. That is true. Um, and then Ray's grandfather has been acting strange because he, he's like doing Tarzan shit and like the training and wearing capes and everything. And, um, Kinusagi have like the same sense of humor, but um Usagi and Ray get into a fight that ends when Usagi uses the powers of the transformation pen to turn into a fortune teller and predict that Ray and Utro should kiss right now. Um but then they don't and Ray's like, I'm not your friend anymore, get the fuck out of here. Um and they talk about how it's autumn and that's why her grandfather's acting weird because they're seismic shifts. Usagi eats some rice cakes with Luna and says, Oh, like I'll bring them and we'll like all like eat these and we'll be happy. And um then Zoisite comes back and turns Ray's grandfather into the monster Gigi, who's more of like a um we didn't mention the past two monsters, I guess, but like uh there's one that's like a the one from the painting episode is like a harpist, I guess. And the one from the episode with the girlfriend going to Africa was like gay and had like a big flask. She say? was hot. Yeah, she was hot. Um, and this one is like more like a like guard line, but also like a yokai, like a weird mix. It like literally looked like if Ray's grandpa turned into a yokai. Yeah. And then we get like some stuff where like. Utro goes to get Ray 
who's in the bath and he sees her naked and it's like, oh, and then they run. He gets knocked out and she gets saved by Sailor Moon without helping, like without transforming either. And they're able to save like her grandfather. And, and then in the end, all eating rice cakes as both Makoto and like Ami show up. And then she kisses Yutro on the cheek. And then the Benny Hill music starts playing as um Benny Hill is. He he it's okay. The Benny Hill it's fine. Okay. But um yeah. And everyone's like chasing because Kosaki's like, I'm gonna tell Mamoru that you cheated on him and you fall in love, and then she's like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you, and then Ray's grandpa is like, You sure I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Try to marry my granddaughter. He's just like, oh. And Ami and Boko are just like, oh, yay. I'm glad they made up. It's a cute episode. I liked it. That leads us to the live action, which is a little hard because we uh, just watched this. And I don't think there's as good of summaries for this. Uh, Maybe there is. Okay. Um, In the secret karaoke base, um, the girls are waiting for who's late because she wants to enter into a costume contest and also needs to do better how to quiz tomorrow. So she asks them for help but the, but then Ray's like, fuck you Usagi, like, you're not strong enough and then, like, Makoto's like no, we have to be stronger together. She's like no, stronger on her own, blah blah blah. And what ends up happening is that, like, they fight but, um, Usagi, like, tries to do both, including, like, her brother's so surprised that she's studying that, like, he tells her mom, and her mom goes to check on her while she's, like, in horse cosplay. And, like, My Little Pony cosplay, like, uh, what's the difference between a My Little Pony and, like, a horse pony girl, honey? I don't think there is one. Okay. Fair. But, uh, just, like, you get a special plush based off of the artist's character for the song that she likes, basically. Um, and then, uh, there's um this whole moment where um Ray's getting a call from her father and is very upset. Um and that is as Makoto was there to like try and like talk to her. But then uh instead uh the the um like two get together the next day because Makoto sees her getting taken away and is like, Oh, she's getting kidnapped. So she uses her long, tall girl legs to like follow the car into the city. That is the only part that I have not found realistic in this entire series. I don't know how she chased after the car. She's a hybrid, half girl, half tall, you know? <laughs> um, and you thought I would get canceled for my sugar glider-like affections remark. <laughs> um, and yeah, there's some stuff happening in the Dark Kingdom, too, where, like, Zoysai is playing his piano, but he looks like Kudzai, and, like, um... Jadeite wants his help and Neff writes Mags he's like fucking Jadeite he's a piece of shit he's a fucking little bastard why, why doesn't Queen Barrel love, love me? me yeah um Makoto sees that Ray is like in this like room and beats up some guards and then like sees the publicist and Ray's like oh you can come in and it's revealed that her dad is an important politician but he's always working and she hates him and does not like acknowledge him um and does not want to 
be part of like a press tour that's like about like a magazine article about him as like an ideal father basically uh so then their solution is to order room service presumably beat the shit out of the room service lady it's not very explain and and steal her costume and like hog tire in the closet or something her uniform her uniform yes <laughs> well who knows under capitalism we're all clowns but regardless of so then that was deep. fuck you you're acting like i meant it to be deep <laughs> but no uh so um makoto wears the uniform and like carts it out as the guards go in and then they take the top of the tray off and Ray's head is in a hole in the cart, so she's not under the cart. She's like in it like a magic trick. Like fucking Chris Angel's gonna show up and like eat a like unicorn or something. Mind freak. Uh but no. Um and then they run with the cart <laughs> and are like having fun. And it's not explained because they're not being chased. Nobody finds them. They don't run into anything. They're just like breathlessly enjoying each other's company and laughing and then like it's revealed that Makoto has a plush in her pocket when like her stuff drops and then they're like oh we're friends best friends and then they go to help Sailor Moon <laughs> who got her ass kicked <laughs> and then and uh Jade of course um was astral projecting to find Sailor V and Silver Crystal so his like time runs out and he like gets badly hurt and then like Zoysite's like haha good boy and then um Zoysite was also like found Sailor V and was trying to like get to her like through astral projecting like a phantom sound but it stopped when the when the radio's turned off in her car and it's semi-revealed that the pop star is Sailor V I guess or like we'll see that soon it's highly hinted at in case we hadn't already guessed, which we had. Yeah. Um, and then Ray and Makoto find that Usagi is super worn out from getting her ass kicked and like trying to study. So they're like, okay, we'll win it for her. And they dress up like horses and they lose the contest. <laughs> but they looked real cute doing it. Yeah, it's making like horse sound because like the tall girl is like in like a tall girl costume and like Ray's got like eye makeup on, but they don't win the sign plushie. And yeah, um, and I think that's the episode. What do you think of the episode? It was cute. I liked getting to see Ray and Moko become friends. Okay. Um, I love Ray. Ray's my favorite. No, Ray's pretty good. Um, I like their whole thing. This show somehow like seems even more sapphic than the other show, I feel like. Right, we'll get there with the next episode, but I feel like they all just want to make out with each other. Yeah, maybe that's just like shared whatever, but I appreciated how Ray didn't make up with her father at all or like do anything for him. And that Mocha was like, I don't have a family. What do I know about this? Instead of being like, oh, you should make up with your dad because I don't have a dad. Yeah. I feel like that's a very different take for her to have. Yeah, and like as somebody without a like parent, um, that's cool. I like that personally to be like, yeah, like uh, don't settle or whatever. Like, feel bad about how you deal with family and like uh, who you decide is family, because like 
she's definitely a different character than the anime to like do more stuff like this, but I like like the resolution of that plot line. And yeah, that leads us to the last episode. I'll protect the illusion silver crystal. Um, so basically, we find out why it was hinted at in the first episode of the live action that Tuxedo Mask was like a thief and a cat burglar. Um, so basically, he's going around and stealing a whole bunch of crystals, trying to find the silver crystal. Um, so he tells the news that that's what he's doing. So then everybody else starts going crazy trying to find the crystal. Um, a businessman approaches Ray to pret- asking her to protect what he claims to be the silver crystal. While he's getting it appraised. Um, Nafre also thinks it's the right crystal. So he tries to steal it. But he gets defeated by Ami and Moko. And it turns out to be another fake. Usagi struggles with her feelings for Tuxedo Mask. As she aces and abets him. And she tries to keep him safe from the cops. But it's really a fake Tuxedo Mask that she's keeping safe. Yeah. I think like honestly. I know it's not at all the point. But I feel like the thing that I'm most interested in right now. With the live action is their characterization of the Dark Kingdom boys um, kind of, like, completely unrelated to the plot. At the beginning of the episode, Queen Beryl turns Jadeite into a crystal and has him take a nap. Yes. <laughs> so Jadeite's out of the picture for now, so Nephrite is the main one trying to do shit. Nephrite definitely feels different than he did in the anime. I'm personally still hoping for a Nephrite Naru ship to come up anyway, because I think they would be very, very cute together in the live action. But I think the biggest difference with them is definitely that, like, Zoisite is clearly Kunzite. Mm-hmm. Which makes me so excited to meet Kunzite to see if Kunzite is also going to be Zoisite, if Kunzite is somehow e- going to be even more Kunzite than Zoisite is Kunzite. Yeah. So that is where I am the most invested right now, is in the Dark Kingdom boys. I think, um, on one hand, it's just like the medium and the time. On the other hand, I think it might be like maybe adjusting characterization, at least in the case of like Mamoru, who's like not in the Dark Kingdom, of course, but like oh, we need to match this character to this character and this outcome. Maybe in a way that, like, didn't actually make sense when this was, be- like, being written, like, week to week and the author just made happen. Or, like, the perception, you know? Like, how, like, sometimes, like, you watch, like, the first season of a show and you're like, oh, this character was introduced hella different than they w- were, like, perceived always, you know? So, yeah. um, I think it's interesting too because like they're definitely like not getting rid of any of the kings they want them around the same way they want like the sailor scouts around and it's probably because like the four kings and like queen barrel like they're gonna have like a five on five fight at some point like with like tuxedo mass being like the damsel or something you know <laughs> knowing toku he'll be like mid crucifixion and shirtless and they'll be, like, okay they love to crucify in like toku i did not know about this yeah a lot of like the common riders have been crucified. That seems like something that you should have taught me a long time ago. Let's see. Um, common rider, not crucifixion, as in like the name of the crucifixion. I totally spelled this wrong, but I will find. Yeah, so here's a picture of the original common rider crucified, getting kicked in the nuts. Very good. Uh, 
That actually does seem like a lot of crucifixion. What is the reasoning for that? Here's all of the Ultraman being crucified. Here's a bunch of Sentai being crucified. Wait, have you like done an episode on this? What is the reasoning for this? Here's Spider-Man from the live-action Spider-Man getting crucified. Ooh, there's a Crucified Heroes page. Wait, are just superhero movies all toku? Well, like, uh, this is like done in the style, I guess. Like, the pseudimation, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I search Tokusatsu Crucifixion. Okay, but like, what's the reasoning? Explain it to me. So, like... What's the second one? This is from uh, Gokaiger, which is a pirate Super Sentai where they're pirates, and the (laughs) thing is that they bootleg the powers of previous Super Sentai. So there's at least seven times it happened. Uh, That is not an insignificant amount of times. In episode 43 of Gokaiger, Captain Marvelous was too crucified for... Execution. Captain Marvelous. Okay. Yeah, he's a, a pirate. He's a name. I can get behind that. Um, there's this great moment that I've gifted before where like he like there's this other captain with him that eventually betrays him who like comes out with like a sleeveless vest and like a plate, like a silver tray with just a bunch of spaghetti on it, and the Captain Marvel's like, hmm, looks good. But no, um, I think this like crucifixion is one of those things that like I think it carries a lot of the same meaning, but none of the taboo in Japanese culture. So it's just like, oh wow, this right? Because is- lots of people are crucified. It's not like significant just to Jesus. Like it's not a, a largely Christian culture, so like it's like oh, it's like there's lots of like. A weird use of guns in Tokyo that like wouldn't fly. I'm very intrigued in a culture. So yeah, there's like um like a lot of the Ultraman have been like crucified. A lot of common riders were crucified. But, like actually crucified to the death or just like no, not to the death. Usually they're like rescued or like they're brought back to life in the middle of it because of the kids or whatever. You know, I I, I don't know. Like because the kids, it happens. Um. In a recent Comrider movie, they were being crucified. Um, yeah, it's it's just that's so good to me. I'm I'm very intrigued by this aspect. Yeah, I guess we could have this conversation. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sometimes you just gotta get crucified. Like a, a lot of these like original villains were like the occult or like Nazis too. So it happens. Okay. Uh, did Comrider thrive ever get crucified? But no. Um, Interesting. We could totally look at this. That's going to be the new spinoff series. Is what Common Riders got crucified. So this Dude, one. That's like crucified, crucified. Yeah, and this one, it's the original Super Sentai scene. The Go Rangers. Okay, I'm getting stepped on. Well, my computer is. Um, and the Green Ranger is crucified. And the caption is, there's no heartbeat. And then that's not good. because The rest of the team found him crucified. That's not good so yeah and my big old cat boy named Ginny has come up to talk about crucifixion or to get some affection anyway what did you think about this episode oh yeah um I liked it I kind of lost my track with the crucifixion talk (laughs) but yeah um all the sailor scouts are friends again and stuff's happening yeah. Um I think it's bound to be an 
interesting shows. It's like comes post all of these animes that we're like also watching. So it's like this condensation of what Sailor Moon is too. Oh yeah, how many episodes were done by the time was all of it forever done? I think it had been done, like all the original Sailor Moon series. I could check. Um, Cause like if it's two hundred ish episodes, that's not that's only a couple of years. Um, yeah, so it was done by ninety seven. This comes out in two thousand two. Oh, so this has been done for a while. Yes. And they don't do Sailor Moon Crystal until 2014, which is a retelling of the anime. And that recently got that new movie on Netflix. Right. So, yeah. Um, oh, Sailor Moon Crystal. I, I didn't know it was only 14 episodes. To cover all 200 episodes? I'm guessing they did it like a... Uh, maybe I'm super wrong here. Um, I could check Sailor Moon Crystal episodes. Okay, no, that can't be right. Okay, so yes. One 14-episode season. Unless it's a sequel. I don't know. I'm seeing like three 14-episode seasons. Does Crystal cover all of the original or just like the first season? Maybe they just cut out a lot of the like Slice of Life stuff? Maybe. So it's like the uh, Dragon Ball Z? Maybe, but it's super abridged if that's the case. I see kissing. Yes. Uh, conclusion and commencement. Petite and strangers. I did not say that right, but regardless. Yeah. I um, don't even know what you just tried to say. And Sailor V has anal beats. <laughs> Something to look forward to, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to ever look at Sailor Crystal, but if it's like 40 episodes, that's not too that's bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, that might have been. <laughs> if you had seen Sailor Moon growing up, it might have been a thing. But yeah. Um, so, all in all, Christ is here. Um, yes, the more modern Kamen Riders like it to crucify it, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, Definitely something to look into. Yeah, for Easter. True! <laughs> yeah. That's sacrilegious. That's sacrilegious, huh? Crap. No, it's not sacrilegious. It's Super Sentai. <laughs> I... Nobody steal, nobody steal, TM, TM, TM. <laughs> that is my Write news. Write it in a letter and mail it to <laughs> ourselves. And steal off a kiss. <laughs> and put a stamp on it. Okay. So yeah, this is a mess of an episode. I will clean it up. I think it's a great episode. Our best one yet. Best one yet. So, Makoto was right. Matoki was right. And Makoto was right, I guess. No, anti Makoti Matoki. Now you got me confused. Anti Makoti. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Malachi and Black and Cody Anti Makoti? <laughs> oh man, our Catholic very dead at us. We gotta go watch Rampage. Malachi Black would make a would beat the shit out of Zoe Sight. Malachi Black would beat the shit out of all of them. Malachi Black would beat the shit out of Tuxedo Mask. Yes. And it would be so hot. Malachi Black would date the shit out of Ray. That's my new ship. That's my new ship. I will accept nobody else for her. Uh, okay. So you take the song from that, like, Bray Wyatt, Brie Bella. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Brie or Nikki? Twin Magic. I don't know. Uh, but regardless. We gotta go. We gotta go. We're out of time. What were the episodes of Dark Sign, by the way? Because we're out of time. Say them.
Um, next time we are doing episode 31 through 34 of the anime and episodes 8 through 12 of the live action so that I can no. see. No? Episodes 9 through 13. <laughs> next time we are doing episodes 31 through 34 of the anime and episodes 9 through 13 of the live action so that I can see the live action version of Kunzai. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you like us, you can follow me at Ali Sorrow, and you can follow him at James Forge. You can follow the podcast at Comment Murphy, Comment Murphy.com, Comment Murphy.com slash episodes for all of our episodes, Comment Murphy for all of our merch. Good job. But no, at Comment Murphy.com, there's all of our episodes, some articles, should do some more definitely. There is the merch site at Comment Murphy.com slash merch with all the proceeds going to charity. Uh, that's been the Trevor Project for a while, so maybe we'll uh, change that up, or maybe we'll just keep it because it's a like a, a like um good cause. There is also uh, slash episodes for uh, links to various different platforms to subscribe if you need that. And then uh, please send in questions to podcast We have decided for our Raywa cast, we're not looking at Rider Revice uh, because. The blackface scandal, we just didn't want to have that in the back of our heads. We're looking at Kamen Rider Build and Chojin Sentai Jetman. Now, we were going to look at Gokaiger, the show with Captain Marvelous and the Crucifixion. However, we, we really like Jetman, and I know for a fact that there's... Wait, you guys picked against the Crucifixion one? There's an episode of Gokaiger where they reveal... Where they do a 20-year-later sequel to Jetman. Which one was Gokaiger? Captain Marvelous, the pirate one. Right, but when you guys were talking about it, which one was that? Or did you not talk about it during your? We haven't talked about you that. talked about it. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, um, it's great. We will totally get it later. Um, but just it literally, I think, has to do with a character death twenty years later for a show that we wanted to actually look at. And yeah, um, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us. And at every five number, not every five. So like if it's like episode like number review 15 review 35 in a second every um, number ending in a five yeah um and also uh please rate and review too uh with uh the uh just an f in the chat if you want to see us talk about some crucifixion in, in toku what's f in the chat mean like f like f there's a Call of Duty game where you were interacting at a funeral when somebody died in a like terrorist bombing, and th- the prompt was like press F to pay respect, and that's how you paid respect to the person. Oh, that's cool. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody do that. So it's kind of be um a crucifix O U K. So crucifix O K U, and that is our Toku. Special logo for the, the gotcha. episode. I got it. I got it now. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's been crucified. And if you don't think so, then you're the one crucified. This is like one of the first tropes I looked up on TV tropes. So like, I am definitely qualified to talk about this. The first tropes you looked up on TV tropes was crucifixion? Probably. <laughs> Are you surprised? What kind of humble brag is that? <laughs> That's not even anything. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs>